and welcome to Punchlines, everybody. I'm Frank Nicotero, longtime comedian, lifelong sports fan. And today, we have more props than a Carrot Top show. <laughs> Plus, we have three guests. We have three guests in the studio. It's a packed Friday show. We are going to have so much fun, but not nearly as much fun as Michael Buble did at the NHL All-Star Game festivities. Take a look. My buddy told me this is just a microdose of mushrooms. And <laughs> that is he what was lying. <laughs> so I'll be honest, I thought I was in Blades of Glory for most of the time that I was out there until it sort of settled down. And then I realized, holy <laughs> shit, all-star game. So that was, <laughs> that was crooner Michael Buble, who uh, apparently was on some shrooms at microdose some shrooms. And uh, thought he was a figure skater, thought he was John Heater or Will Ferrell in the movie Blades of Glory. But anyway, uh, he later said, oh, no, I was just joking around. It's like, no, you weren't. Are you more of a Jimmy McElroy guy or a Chad Michaels Michaels guy? I'll go Chad Michael Michaels. I like him too, yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, we have a packed show. We have uh, Matt Neverett is here filling in for one more time today on this Friday, filling in for Ryan McCormick, who will be back Monday. Uh, obviously, Tiffany had a baby on Sunday, little baby Aubrey. And uh, again, Ryan, I'm so, can't believe I'm going to be the godfather. This is really exciting for me. So anyway, thank you. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I barely know the guy. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we've worked together for four months. Uh, <laughs> but I love him. He's a great guy. He's a great guy. Anyway, I think we have a live shot of Ryan with baby Aubrey. Is that right? Yeah, the baby, you know, five days old, but already getting into some precarious situations. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, it's a first-time parent. She's so. already grilling. That's an adventurous kid. She's on the roof. And what's that? Just hanging from the Just banister. dangling from the banister. Yeah, precariously close to that set of <laughs> stairs. Yeah. And for like six days old, huge. Yeah. Probably in the 99th percentile. Well, the the, the hand-eye coordination it takes to do some of those things. Yeah, <laughs> Ryan's, Ryan's got a feature athlete on his hands. I love it. All right, listen, on the show in just a few minutes, the man who is front and center this weekend in the show showroom here at South Point, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, he does a Phil, Phil Collins tribute show. I'm going Saturday night. I'm very thrilled for this. Phil Collins tribute. What's the best name ever? Still Collins. Still Collins. He's here. He's going to be in the studio in a couple seconds. Also, a comedian who I've never met, but I spoke to on the phone originally from Denver. So he's a big Broncos and a Nuggets guy, diehard Nuggets fan, to be clear. And he loves to bet on sports, which is great. He wrote on the hit show, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, and has a new uh, comedy title. <laughs> this is a great title. Sweatpants in perpetuity. He is not wearing sweatpants as he just walked in the studio. You can watch it on YouTube after you watch this show, before you wait for the 3 o'clock airing of Sports by the Book. Uh, Noah Garden-Swartz. Am I pronouncing that right? No, good. Noah will be in. We have so many guests. And if that wasn't enough, we talked about props. We talked about Carrot Top's got a lot of props. No, South Point's got a lot of props. Where's the packet, Matt? Look at this thing. This isn't even the thick one. No, the other one's hiding. The, yeah, this is the thick That's one. That's the thick one. Brand new, fresh off the printer, still warm. About yep. uh, 10 minutes ago, 18 pages. And there's still 18. more coming over the weekend. Almost looks like a small phone book. Caden, a phone book is what we used to have to look up phone numbers in. He's only 20, Scott. He's only 20 years old. Have you ever called information? Jeez. Have you ever, used a, have you ever seen or used a rotary phone? Oh, my God. All right, I got one. Did you ever call prank? Did you ever prank call somebody using star six nine? Or star six seven, rather. Do you no. know what star six seven is? Okay. But never made the prank call. Okay. Knowing, is, knowing is half the battle. Well, he's 20 years old, there so it kills us all. Uh, Chris Andrews, the sports book director, right back here, ladies and gentlemen. It's going to be packed. This weekend will be packed for college basketball, but are you kidding me? A week from this weekend, Super Bowl Sunday, Super Bowl 58, six miles down the road from us. Uh, we're, uh, myself, Jeff, and Alex, we're going to be covering... The whole city, we're going to parties, we're doing everything. It's going to be a blast. You're looking at your watch already, looking for kickoff time? Well, I got a text from Chris. Yeah. I actually shorted him a page. Oh, you didn't? 19 pages it's in the 19, prop sheet. <laughs> Chris. And growing. It's 19 pages. Don't screw that up. Okay, today is February 2nd. Cue the Sonny and Cher singing I Got You, Babe, because it's Groundhog Day. We're all going to do it in unison. One, two, three. Groundhog Day. There you go, just like the movie. Yeah, uh, so what happened with the groundhog today? Do we know? Uh, early spring. Early spring. Early spring. I'm pulling up. I, As always, I've got statistics for you. Okay, we need it in Vegas because it was in the 50s. We need warm weather here. It was ridiculous. All right, Punk to Tawny Phil predicted an early spring this morning. Okay. And there is a Super Bowl tie. The last four times he's predicted an oh early spring, the AFC has won the Super Bowl. <laughs> 2013, it was the Ravens over the Niners. 2016, Broncos over Panthers. 2019, Patriots over Rams. And the last time the Chiefs and the 49ers faced off. It was in 2020. Oh, my God. It was an early spring Chris, from Punxsutawney. Chris, add an extra page. 20th page. We need to make a prop bet uh, on Punxsutawney Phil. I love that. Uh, 
So six more weeks of oh, – no, it's an early spring. Early spring. The okay. exact opposite of but what you were saying. it also means uh, six more weeks of me betting overs, ladies and gentlemen. Who am I kidding? Baseball's coming, so I'm never going to stop betting overs. Uh, it's episode 81. Matt, you have a collage. We're going to do it after we bring in our first guest, who was kind enough to join us live in the studio. Now, I was walking across the hotel, as I often do. You guys know me. I like to roam around the South Point because there's so much to do. 11 restaurants, a 24-hour, seven days a week Starbucks. I see a poster for the upcoming shows. They're always, the shows are great. Last Friday, you know, we had, uh, I believe his name was David Slayton. It was a Frank Sinatra impersonation, uh, personator. He was great. I see a sign that says Phil Collins, the Phil Collins Tribute Act. He is here. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Scott. Scott is here, ladies and gentlemen. Scott, I don't even know your last name, Scott. I forget it already. Gibbons, G-I-B-B-O-N-S. I forget that. Scott Gibbons, Thank he's you. wearing a Phil Collins USA. I'm so thrilled for this show. I'm going Saturday. What can we expect to see? We see Genesis stuff. We see solo stuff. Both. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah, it's, it's what it's all about. Um, number one, the authenticity comes from, fortunately, the voice. Yes. Um, the <laughs> next thing is, um, it's a great band. They're, they're super hot people. And uh, we have two drum sets. So when you walk in, if you've been to a Phil Collins yes. Genesis show before, you're going to see the two drum sets set up there because we start the show with two drums. Oh. At the same time, is that a is that a tip off to the opening? Because my, my girlfriend <laughs> was trying to pick up, trying to figure out the opening song. Yeah, you want the song? She seemed to think it was uh, in the air tonight, which I said that seems like an encore. That seems like a show closer. I said maybe Susudio. I don't know. I don't know. Some a banger for sure. I, I like where you're going here with this. Okay, um, Susudio is in the middle of the show. Okay, all right, go. all right for a little bit of a change up. All right, we end on Susudio. Very astute. Oh God! All right, Ooh. very good. All right, so listen, I'm super excited now. Uh, when did you discover that you kind of sounded like Phil Collins? And how long have you been a fan? Did you grow up a fan of Phil Collins? I grew up a fan of uh, Genesis. Sure. Um, back before uh, this young man was born. Um, <laughs> I'm just jealous. No, no, I know. <laughs> you know that. I'm just jealous. Um, here's the thing is that uh, I was working at a record store. Records were things you put on a turntable. Okay, all right. Yeah, C2 plastique. <laughs> yeah. Right, there you go. One endless groove. 1976, uh, I was listening to all the horn bands, Chicago, Tower yeah. of Power, sure. uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire, etc. And Genesis came out with a brand new album <clears throat> in 1976, and I heard a song called Ripples. I thought, man alive, that's a beautiful, beautiful song. So I started singing it, and I um, wasn't playing in a band at the time. You know, I'd been in and out of bands in high school, etc. Okay. So nothing full-time. But kind of thought, you know, boy, this this <laughs> might be fun one day. But yeah. that that day is now. Um, yet um, I, I fell in love with Phil Collins in 1980 when he came out with his own album, and then started touring with the. Uh, is that Hello I Must Be Going or Face Value? What was his first? Hello, I must. Be Hello, going. I must be going. That had uh, you can't hurry, love. Yes, sir. Okay, see, I, I'm telling you, I'm yeah. I'm a nut. I'm waiting. I can't wait. You've got. So it. you fell in love with Phil Collins, and then you started started a band. <laughs> Ended up being that I, I was just jamming with other bands at the okay. time, playing in other bands through high school and then into uh, college, etc. Um, and then moved to North Carolina with my wife, who's a heart nurse, um, beautiful oh, wow. state. And um, we uh, ended up having a uh, Liverpool Beatles tribute band that I played in, wore the wig so I could play drums and be play? Ringo. You were Ringo. 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 Oh, man. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that, was, that, that was my first question yeah. when, he, when he told me that. So you play drums too. So you're, you are Phil Collins, right? You you're playing drums that. and singing. There's the authenticity. Oh right? my God. Yeah. One, it's, it's, it's nice to sing like Phil Collins because people expect that with their eyes closed. Right. <laughs> people also listen with their eyes. So when you walk into the stage and you see two sets of drums and then the uh, microphones for a horn section and we start the show oh. big like that, then it's a ton of fun. But you've got to play drums and then a little tad of a lookalike like Phil Collins yeah, no, doesn't you, hurt. Yeah, yeah, it does. You, you look like Phil. I mean, I mean, he's a very round yep. face, and mm -hmm. he's... Mm. It took a while to pull all my hair out, but it was <laughs> worth it. I don't know. challenged. I don't know what to call it. It, it, it was worth it. He can say it. You can't. <laughs> and how long have you been doing this show? Um, this show has been going for uh, three years with a brand new band uh, put together within the last year. The horn section is from Las Vegas. Okay. Two singers are from Miami and Delray Beach in Florida. Okay. Uh, my other drummers from Fayetteville, North Carolina. Guitarist and keyboard player are from the Orlando area. Okay. Um, so it's just been great that, that these are all pros. We just send each other the MP3s and the lyrics, et cetera, wow. and they just put it together. Well, I've just, I've been listening to no jacket required in my car all week, said, the deluxe yeah. edition. Um, I, I listened to a lot of, I, I listened to, a uh, turn it on again live, which is what, which is a great show opener, right? That's what they open with. I think when I saw, I saw the Genesis at three river stadium in Pittsburgh, Jerry, 
It was the day after my senior prom, Yay. and we got really tired in the middle of the show. We all I fell asleep a little bit, but <laughs> I was 18, and it could have been the alcohol. But anyway, um, no. so uh, and, and I listened to Mama last night, where he just crushes that vocal. I mean, Phil Collins is an underrated vocalist for the strength and power, because everyone's like, oh, he was a drummer, Peter Gabriel's there, oh, and he just jumped up. No, he's he's damn good singer. He uh, is the largest, third largest selling artist in the world to sell over 100 million albums with a band, right, and then turn around and sell over 150 million albums as a solo artist. As a solo artist. But my question to Frank is, yes, who were the first two to sell over 100 million albums with a band, okay, and then 100 million albums as a solo artist? Okay, One of them's got to uh, be probably McCartney. I was going to say McCartney. Yeah, boom, boom. McCartney's we got to be. As he sold, probably sold more as a Beatle. But there's one more. It's not John Lennon because his Who's number two. Number Who's two, the second largest selling Jeez. artist in the world to sell over 100 million albums with the band and then 100 million. Uh, albums. Simon. Oh, that's a good guess. Uh, oh, Michael, Michael Jackson. Oh, oh we counted the Jackson five. five. Okay. Michael Jackson. Nice that's one. Okay. That's a great trivia question, which yeah, we always appreciate. Go. All right. Well, listen, you can catch the show at 7:30. Correct. Yes, sir. Seven thirty tonight. It's it's Groundhog Day. He's going to repeat the show in tribute to Groundhog Day on Saturday. <laughs> that's the show I will be at. And then there's even a Sunday show. Hey, there's no football on Sunday. Don't even tell me the Pro Bowl counts as football. It doesn't because it's a skills competition. It's stupid. It's flag football. Come out and see our friend Scott Gibbons, who uh, is doing a tremendous job. I cannot wait till Saturday. Chris Andrews, who will be later on the show to discuss these props, is coming with me. So we really appreciate you being here. Excellent. Appreciate Excellent. your hospitality. Thank, Thank you very much. God bless Scott you Scott Gibbons, still Woo! Thank you. All right, Scott. Uh, so we're going to jump to uh, our collage, right? Okay, yeah, Scott, you can, uh, yeah. Thank you, Scott. We're going to bring Noah in in a minute. We have so many guests today. This is unbelievable. So like I said, today is episode 81. Is that right? Episode 81. Now, as you guys know, I always have uh, Ryan, our producer, who will be back Monday. Uh, he always makes a collage of the Jersey's 81. I will see you on stage, sir, on Saturday. I'm very excited. And then we have another guest coming in I've never met. This is a lot going on. This is the busiest show we've ever done. So let's take a look at the collage here that Matt has compiled in place of Ryan. Notable players to wear 81, you got to go T.O., right? All right, so Terrell Owens, and it's not Terrell. Don't call him Terrell. It's Terrell. Be yo, no, have you, have you experienced this? Did you? Oh, okay, I did. I, I shot something in L.A. It was a uh, some sort of video game promotion thing he was doing, and, and I was hired by this company. We went to his place, and uh, I said, oh, hey, uh, Terrell, what's going on? He's like, it's Terrell. I'm like, okay, I'm very sorry. So anyway, Terrell Owens, unbelievable wide receiver, number 81, Randy Moss. So he wore 84 with the Vikings. Okay. But I grew, right. up, I grew up a Patriots fan, and he did a, a lot of really, really good things in New England. So he obviously makes this list. And, uh, yeah, top three guys, all Hall of Famers in this. Wow. And, and I guess I could have waited till full screen to take a sip of the drink probably, right? Is that what you're thinking? Okay. No free problem. <laughs> Tim Brown, another Notre Dame. I remember watching him play in Notre Dame against Pitt. Tim Brown, total stud, another Hall of Famer. And then... Tory Holt. Okay, we were talking about the greatest show on turf. Yep. We had Isaac Bruce yesterday, right? Mainly why I threw Tory Holt on here today, yeah. You have to. Look at him making a one-handed grab. And then everyone's got to throw a hockey player in, but this one's acceptable because he's wearing a Pittsburgh Penguins jersey. Get your marker out, Jerry. I'm not allowed to mention Pittsburgh on the show. It bothers Jerry. It's my hometown, Noah. But anyway, there we go. Phil Kessel. He is uh, the, the everyman hockey player. Yeah. If you if you you could see, just as easily see him scoring a goal to win a game in overtime as you would getting a hot dog at the gas station, right? And there aren't very many athletes <laughs> like that. Phil Kessel, absolutely one of those. Did he actually? Wasn't there something about him and hot dogs? It's he was, he, he would eat that. like an ungodly number of hot dogs. No, he loves hot dogs. Yeah, and of course, if you want the best hot dog money can buy, right here we have our hot dog cart. But bring your cash. Bring your cash. It's a dollar fifty. You can only pay cash. But by the way, as I was using the restroom before the show, as I always do before I do anything, maybe I'm looking at no. He's like. Like, I know your urination <laughs> schedule. We've never met. But th there's a line at the hot dog cart. But today, it's a little scarier because it's everyone with crossbows and bow and arrows. Because there is an archery convention. There is, right? There's just not people. No, there is. And, uh, <laughs> you, know, you never so know. people are like, I'll take one. And they're like, and they just spear the hot dog right in midair. We'll have to ask Chris when he comes on later. Because I saw a tweet. He was going back and forth with someone on social media the other day when they asked about how well the hot dog cart does. Yes. Chris said that. There was a woman who used to run the hot dog cart. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Who, who retired driving yeah. a Mercedes Benz solely from the tip money from the hot dog cart. <laughs> she drive. That's true. They would see her drive off in her Mercedes. We got to ask Chris about that later. We will. Chris will be here in a matter of moments. But why don't we bring in our second guest on this jam-packed Friday show? I've never met this gentleman. Now we were introduced through uh, uh, Gary Bland, a guy who takes care of the Jimmy Kimmel Comedy Club, who books everything. Uh, I'm finally going to be there. I'll be headlining three shows in May. We'll be talking about that for oh. 
four months. So I'm very excited to do that. I got his name, and his wife is also a comedian, which yeah. is very interesting. I want to ask him about that dynamic. Anyway, as I mentioned before, he's from Denver. He's a big Nuggets fan, so he can gloat about them hoisting the trophy last That's year. Right. Writer on The Marvelous, Mrs. Maisel, and he's got a special on YouTube right now called Sweatpants in Perpetuity, which you can watch after this show, before Sports by the Book. It's Noah Gardenswartz. Yeah, you nailed it. No, nice to meet you. Buddy. You didn't even have to ask how it was pronounced. Well, you just you got know, it. I, you read well. I re I was. It's that uh, North Allegheny education. Yeah. Some would say a fifth grade level. A fifth grade yeah. level almost. So Great Noah, uh, thank you for coming in. First of all, my pleasure. Thank you. I former comedian. I just decided I'm retiring and opening a hot dog cart. He's uh, <laughs> apparently that's where the money is. No, uh, so. the line is, and then there's another one. We bring Super Bowl Sunday. They're bringing a second one out, and that's like. That's big, big news, yeah. That's I believe news. it. I believe it. But you figure if you pay dollar fifty for a hot dog, you're going to tip that fifty cents every dog. You get sure. two and it's three. Maybe you throw a five. Listen, down. I, I I was going to say I bet you there's people that come off a, a heater at the craps table. <laughs> they want two hot dogs, yeah. three dollars. You keep the extra Sweet two <laughs> on the five. And now you're driving to Ben's. There you That's go. how it goes. Exactly. Now you're originally from Denver. I am. I worked with a lot of comics from Denver. It was a guy when I first started named Matt Wood. I don't or something Wood. Well, so I grew up in Denver, okay, up but in I actually started comedy in Atlanta. You started in Atlanta. Yeah, okay. yeah. Went out there. I, for I was school. just down in Atlanta uh, last year and did the. <laughs> it's a really bad booking for me. It was the Atlanta Comedy Theater. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the Black Club. The new one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but the newer one. Okay. Which was in the underground. Okay. And uh, five shows. Had a total of 37 people. But sure. again, they didn't have their liquor license until the day before. Not a lot of people knew I was coming. That's what we call in comedy a perfect storm. Perfect storm. It yeah. was great. Yeah. They're like, we haven't done any advertising. We don't have a liquor license until yeah. the day before you get here. But you'll have great shows. And I had three friends drive in from the Carolinas. And that was a big draw the first it's, night. It's always the ones that the friends come to that are like the oh, hell gigs. They've never seen you perform or haven't seen you in years. I haven't seen him since the high school reunion. Like, oh, yeah, my buddy Frank, he's on yep. TV. Yep. He's, he's doing all this stuff. Yep. Probably brought someone that didn't know you. And yep. then they show up, 12 people in the audience. The last show of the week, no one was there at showtime. I said, okay, so you're just going to, Sunday, you're just going to pay us. We're going to leave. He goes, oh, we'll hold it. 15 minutes, two people walk in, a couple. That we're doing the show. Yeah, there's nothing worse than when you have the real... Sometimes I'll even be like, I'll pay to not do the show. <laughs> you don't have to pay me. Seriously. I'll give back that part of the yeah. check. Just let me leave. Yes. And then they're like, we're going to hold four as the maximum yep. or the minimum. Yes. And then like five people come in five minutes before right. and you have to do we it. We did it with two and it was 15 yeah. minutes late. So anyway. And then the wait staff hates you because <laughs> oh they God. have to stick around. <laughs> no, it's yeah, the worst. It's, and yeah. then you're just doing a show for two people. It's like, right. I, I felt like I was on an episode of The Bachelor. Right. You know, and like sometimes they just have those dream dates and they'll have a comedian or a singer. I'm like, this is it. This is just me and this two yeah. people right here. And uh, I found out a lot about it. I actually got their social security numbers and passwords. Perfect. It was fascinating. So um, you're a Denver Nuggets fan, and you like Huge. to bet sports. Did you, did you bet the Nuggets last year? Uh, I Yes, I actually did. I bought. I bet them preseason at 20-1 to 1 to win the championship. And I'll tell you why. So okay. Jokic was the two-time MVP that everyone was down on, saying he wasn't a playoff performer because Jamal Murray was out. Right. I knew he had the heart of a champion. Right. But also, if you follow before that, Giannis was the two-time champion that had no playoff success. Everyone was talking bad about him. He won the championship the next year, so I followed the formula. It's a little pattern. 21 to pay out. Now, see, patterns, that's the... That's, that's, you know that's I'm all about thing. that, yeah. I, <laughs> I, I got to look up one for this year, yeah. yeah. I, I took him again this year at... Uh, at four and a half to one, so not quite the payout, but if, I still I still think the repeat's coming. <laughs> and if they win, will he stick around for the parade? Because he seems so annoyed that he yeah, just took oh, around no. for the parade. Did you see how drunk he got the entire Once team? Once the parade yeah, happened, yeah, he's yeah. like, all right, if I have to do this, but I'm going to But actually, I think right now the smart money bet is Jokic on MVP because Embiid is not going to hit the 65 That's game That's that new limit they have. So yeah. it's basically between Jokic and Shea, maybe a little Luka right now. Yeah. But you can still get Jokic at, I think, two to one or three to one for MVP, and I would lock it in. I like I like that he knows his numbers. Yeah, this is oh, a yeah. perfect guess. Yeah. Um, so you you moved to Vegas, you and your wife, who's six, also a six months ago. Yeah. Okay, that's up. I came in October, so we're well. We're, yeah, we're welcome. We're close. And are you well, a as a resident, as a long time? <laughs> I, I've been here longer than you now, so I can show you. Do the you road. have a driver's license yet? I do. I okay. I switched over to Nevada early because they take care of their own out here. They There's do. a lot of perks to a Nevada license. By the way, I forgot to mention because we have such a packed show. Uh, I was pulled over by the police last night on volunteer. Uh, going 59 and a 44. Okay. Uh, I did the old, oh, guy pulled out in front of me. He's like, yeah, right. Uh -huh. So anyway, I'm like, anyway, a chance I can get a warning. He comes back with all my stuff. I didn't have my proof of insurance. I had to pull up the Progressive app. Showed it to him. He goes, all right, here's a warning. I'm like, thank you. So Officer Steele of the Henderson Police Department, thank you. What a guy. <laughs> so uh, do you play the Kimmel Club or what other? Yeah, I, I, was at, I was at Kimmel, I think, three weeks ago. So. Okay. 
Kimmel's is my favorite club in town. I do Kimmel's, The Cellar, uh, Brad Garrett's. There's a lot of great clubs in Vegas, but Kimmel's has been very good to me, and I always have a great time very there. Very nice. And you all have a great time in May. I can't wait. And Butch Bradley, who plays the LA Comedy Club, I don't yeah. know if you know Butch, uh, he'll be here on Monday. He's a return of Butch Bradley, so uh, I don't know if I told I put it in the calendar, and It's in the holy You're calendar. Sacred. It's in the calendar. I put it in the calendar. So uh, who were some of your inspirations growing up? Who were some of your favorite comics? Uh, I was always a huge... Chris Rock and Mitch Hedberg guy. Oh, wow. Watched Mitch. all the Carlin specials on HBO, obviously. Chappelle's early stuff was some of my favorite. Uh, so those are kind of like the four that I hung my hat on. Dimitri Martin was one of the first comics yeah, that I watched. Funny. I was like, oh, smart jokes for the yes. right crowd can still really work. So yeah, those are- Dimitri those are Martin, kind of, there's, a, there's a name right there. Very funny. But he doesn't does get the his stuff due. With yeah, the yeah. easel and yeah, all that. Yeah. He's very funny. So um, I just saw this. Now, we just started following each other. Um, sure. And thank you for that. And 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 he's a good follow. So I mean, what's your Instant handle? follow back. At Noah G Comedy. Noah G Comedy. I have a newborn. But also, there was a big announcement with Ludacris in this thing yesterday. Yeah. Tell us about that. That's This is huge. So, it's actually a show we've been working on behind the scenes for almost three years now. Okay. Because that's how quickly things work in television. <laughs> uh, Ludacris, before he was the famous rapper known as Ludacris, he was a radio DJ in Atlanta. Yeah. And he's always wanted to do a show about his time like at a hip-hop radio station in the 90s. So... We created a show, Inspire. It's not it's not the ludicrous biopic, but it's right. inspired by his time about a group of DJs trying to get the morning show off the ground at a hip-hop radio station in Atlanta in the 90s. That is tremendous. It, it sounds pretty similar. I don't know if you've seen it on Hulu. It's uh, Wu-Tang, an American tale. Yeah, it's I kind mean, of based off of something. Right, but Wu-Tang, that's New York and drama. This is a comedy, yeah. Atlanta. and But, you know, again, you think 90s hip-hop Atlanta, Noah Garden. <laughs> by the way, so if you had your uh, Punchlines bingo card... Uh, for Matt Neverett, and you had Wu Tang Clan. You can cross that off now. I never thought I saw that. Never bringing up the Wu Tang Clan. Um, Shaolin. That's they're, a very exciting. Now, uh, as a comic, um, you're performing around town. You're also yeah. writing. You're doing a lot. What's uh, what's someone maybe you've ran? We love celebrity stories. You have a run-in story or a good story that we yeah. can share. Yeah, sure. So. As a comedian, as you know, we meet a lot of famous people and a lot of our comedy peers are very famous. And right. I've always been good about not being starstruck. I've right. met Chris Rock, Dave Chappelle, Jerry Seinfeld. I meet them. They're great. I keep my mouth shut, stay to my own, but I don't flip out over it. Right. Them. When I lived in New York, I was a regular at the Comedy Cellar. Uh, great club. And the Comedy Cellar has what's known the comics table. It's like the infamous table right. in the back where you have to be a working comic at the cellar to work there. So I was sitting there before a show, and I didn't even realize how much I loved him until I saw him in the flesh. Ray Romano. Oh, wow. Everybody Loves Raymond is my favorite TV show of all time. Hysterical. So I would have never expected it, but Ray Romano came in to do a set, and I was legitimately starstruck. Wow. It was the, it was the first time I like didn't have words to say, so I just kind of silently shook his hand. Now, at the Comedy Cellar, when the most famous comedians are on the lineup, they'll use a pseudonym so people don't know if they're coming or not. And it's always a ridiculous name, like Zippy McGee. You know, it's like, <laughs> it's like they go out of their way to use a joke name on the lineup. Okay. So Ray Romano sits down, he looks over the lineup, and he goes, huh. Who's Noah Garden Schwartz? Because he, because he thought it was such, it was such a Jewish name that he thought it was like a joke of an alter ego, and that's I've never seen Mal yeah, and so, oh, and so that's what I, I just reached over like Noah Garden Schwartz. <laughs> that's my actual name. I'm not Zippy McGee of Judaism. Oh it's, my God, that's so, hysterical. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. But when you meet an idol like that, it's great to yeah, talk to him. Yeah, it was a good and laugh, and and he's a really nice guy. He's he's great. And by the way, your impression of Ray Romano, not bad. Thing, and, I'm not an right. and I'm not an impressionist, so I just kind of threw that out right. there, and I, I felt okay about you it. Give us a little more Ray. I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to take well, it. Well, then you work Brad Garrett's comedy club, too, so you got to meet exactly. Brad, who I remember from Star Search. So when I met him, and by the way, he's 6'8", 6'9". Yeah, yeah, I'm 6'4". Okay, yeah. And and he makes me feel and small, the, yeah. In the chair, I look, I mean, I'm, I, you know, I'm, I, I'm huge. I scooted down out of right. respect well, for you. you know, it's it's your show. I thing where I try to sit as high, higher sure. than everybody. We're but, all 6'4 sitting down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I met Brad Garrett. He's a massive man. His yeah. hand, I mean, I met him in it was Cleveland at a club like 25 years ago, whatever. And so I'm happy for his success. He was such a great guy to work with. But I remember him being on Star Search. Doing like Jim from Taxi impressions yeah. and all this stuff. So I I talked to him about his Star Search sets and he was just like, I can't believe you remember that. And when I met Arsenio Hall, it was the same thing. Arsenio Hall comes into the Ice House in okay. Los Angeles yeah, yeah. and he comes up to me and he's like, and by the way, I watched the Arsenio Hall show. Like, ooh, 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 come yeah, on. He was yeah. like, I lived, I went to college for a semester at Duquesne University. I had a 3.2 blood alcohol level. Oh, hey, there it is. Preview of Kimmel's. <laughs> it's the opener. So, uh, I, 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 I was commuting, and then one day I was down on campus with my mom. She goes, it seems like you want to live here. I'm like, yeah. So I get a room, and the other the roommate's name was Frank. 
and I had my TV on at night and uh, I put Arsenio Hall on. He's like, are you going to leave the TV on? And I'm like, well, yeah, I was going to watch Arsenio Hall show. And he's like, oh, man. And I'm like, well, the first thing I put on the, the application who I wanted to live with was someone who stayed up late, right? Okay. And I even turned the brightness all the way down. So I'm like, okay, you know. So he got really pissed. So I, uh, in the middle of the night, six nights later, I moved out. And I stiffed him uh, for a ten dollars phone bill. Wow. I saw him on campus once. He's like, "Where's where's my ten bucks?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'll get it to you." That, that's how much you love Arsenio. Yeah, like, well, like, so that, that's so, my deal breaker. Right? If I can't watch Arsenio, I'm out. <laughs> well, exactly. So I, I end up meeting Arsenio Hall at the Ice House one. It comes out. He's like, "Hey, man, good to see you. Haven't seen him while." He starts talking to me like he knows me, and uh -huh. I'm like, "Oh God, he must think I'm Noah Gardenswart." <laughs> so uh, about ten minutes later, he comes up to me and he's like, "Man," he goes, "I thought we were friends and we knew each other." And I, now I'm thinking like I did something wrong, and he's gonna. <laughs> He's like, no, man. He goes, I used to watch that show Street Smarts that you did. You were really fun. I'm like, oh, my God. So I say to him, I said, well, I've been watching you. I said, I remember your national TV debut on the Mike Douglas show. And he fell back into the wall. He's like, what? How do you remember that? And I said, you did a joke about licking the joint and all this yeah. stuff. And he's like, he goes, I'm going to do that joke tonight. He goes, I forgot Amazing. about that. Amazing. So, you know, there, and that was like that. And I took a picture and, you know, so meeting your heroes, it's it's not all bad. You know, it would have been great, though, if he told you, like, yeah, I actually got divorced because my wife wouldn't let me watch Street Smart. <laughs> <laughs> Noah, I love it. And are you performing anywhere around town soon? No, I'm actually, for the next few months, I'm focusing on the you show. You got to work on the but, show. Uh, but when I have some dates, I'll make sure to come back and plug them. Oh, my God. We Listen, you open door policy here for comics. Uh, we love it. having you guys you. on. And your wife, uh, Esther. Yeah. Esther Steinberg. Esther Steinberg. Yeah. She... Who Ray Romano would also probably think is a fake name. <laughs> Who's uh, yeah. Esther Steinberg? Uh, that was Kermit the Frog. Well, yeah. Kermit, Pat Mahomes. It's all in the same. It's all kind of yeah. in the same uh, area there. She's going to be on February 21st. So we have his wife coming on. What's yeah. it like being married to a comic? It's great. Is it? Okay. Yeah, I mean, honestly, we're not competitive with each other. We're supportive of each other. We have a very fun household. Nothing is off limits. We always say, like, if we have jokes about each other, our only limit is, like, is it funny? If yeah. it gets the laugh, you can say whatever you want on stage about us. And I never have to explain why I have to go out late at night, why right. I'm on the road. She completely gets it and vice versa. So it's I great. love that. That is fantastic. Yeah. Noah, thank you for being here. Uh, are we going to take, take a two-minute break? What do I mean? We could go right in. We can go. We can thank him and go right into the post with punchlines. Why don't we do that? Keep it rolling. It's a Friday. We got momentum, Let's baby. Let me take Let's a sip go. of caffeine. <laughs> I have to shake Noah's hand. I want to show him how big I am, too. So Yeah, here. We're going to toss to a break. Uh, we'll be back in two minutes. We have 11 amazing restaurants featuring a wide variety for every price range and appetite. South Point's Garden Buffet has something for everyone at unbeatable prices. Or, if hunger strikes in the middle of the night, join us at Coronado Cafe. The American menu offers breakfast, lunch, or dinner 24 hours a day. Plus a Chinese kitchen for authentic Chinese dishes from 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. From steak and eggs to wonton soup, it's fast and friendly service 24-7. When you need a quick pick-me-up, you can find it at our state-of-the-art Starbucks just inside the main South Point entrance. Order ahead with the Starbucks app for easy mobile order pickups. Or enjoy your favorites in the relaxing dining area anytime, day or night. If you love Mexican food, Baja Miguel's has all of your south of the border favorites. There are dozens of classics to choose from, like fajitas, ceviche, chimichangas, tacos, and more. And for spirit lovers, Baja's colorful non-smoking tequila bar is right outside. Or maybe you're in the mood for seafood. Big Sur Oyster Bar has fresh seafood prepared right before your eyes. Savor freshly shucked oysters, crab legs jambalaya, shrimp and lobster. Beers on tap and a selection of fine wines are perfect to pair with your seafood favorite. Whether lunch or dinner, you'll love this fun atmosphere located just off the casino floor. Ready to shake things up? Step back in time and treat yourself to one of the oldest restaurant chains in the country. Steak and Shake, famous for original mouth-watering steak burgers and hand-dipped milkshakes in a variety of flavors. For some old-fashioned fun, try Steak and Shake. Have excellent news. Yes. You have made the F-Bomb Club.
No, I did not. Yes, you did. Wait, I thought we were in commercial. I did not swear. Yes, you did. But I thought we were. I looked up. I saw a picture of oysters. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, well. Did you hear clear from your audio audience? I saw did oysters. You, you didn't hear. I was bringing Noah over for the mismatch picture, and I was like, oh. I was all excited. And then I look up, I saw oysters, so I was upset. And, uh, oh, God. Look at the live chat. Everybody heard it. You know what? <laughs> uh, by the way, it was bound to happen, ladies and gentlemen. It was this bound to happen eventually. It's a matchup. Matter of fact, it's a miracle I made 81 shows without, <laughs> without. Let's be honest. Anyone who knows me is like, holy crap, you did 81. I almost swore again. Uh,. <laughs> Um, no, it was great. Wasn't he great? He was hilarious. Very funny gentleman. Um, I, you know, I knew right away he was going to be great because he played off the, the hot dog cart yeah. thing that we were just talking about. So very, very funny. And that Ray Romano story is, is hysterical. Oh, we'll see that one on social media Kane's later already today. Yeah. It together as one of our comedy clips, uh, which have been doing great. So anyway, uh, thank you all for watching those and sharing and doing everything. And now what we do, we get him the buffet. That's what we do. It's a nice trade. He'll come up. I, Chris said, look, you come down, you sit in the studio. Phil Collins doesn't get the buffet. He's probably got connections. Though. I just come on here to get my, my bills paid. I haven't gotten the buffet yet. Again, if someone talks about getting paid for doing this show one more time, people are getting paid. I can't even believe this. What? Hey, do it for the, the, the love of the game. I get 20% off Starbucks. That's all I get now. Uh, on a sad note, I just want to say this because everyone's te texting me right now, all my friends. Uh, Carl Weathers passed away. Apollo Creed. Oh, no. And yeah. also Chubbs from uh, Happy Gilmore. And he was on Arrested Development. Arrested? Is, oh, he was, he was so great good on, on that show. I oh. just rewatched season two. Oh, that's sad to hear. Uh, so that is sad to hear. Carl Weathers, I never met the gentleman, but uh, uh, Apollo Creed, I mean, oh, come on. That was one of my heroes. Is, well, not heroes, like a villain, really. Yeah. But anyway, I know that's coming across social media, and I have like everyone blowing my phone up right Man. now telling me. So anyway, uh, rest in peace, Carl Weathers. You were great. Apollo Creed. Uh, let's get on to something a little happier. This show's already been gold. Let's get on to Post with Punchlines, ladies and gentlemen. First one up, pretty good endorsement deal. So Brock Purdy, Matt, signed a deal with Toyota. And if you think about it, Brock Purdy kind of is like a Toyota Camry, really. He's dependable. Fair. He'll get you where you need to be. Mm -hmm. Runs well. Doesn't stand out in a crowd. Boom. Brock Purdy. There it is. So there you go. Toyota. National endorsement. I mean, you know, most of these high-profile quarterbacks, they get, like, Cadillac Escalade, he Jeep, gets, like, big Jeep Grand Cherokees, yeah. Toyota. You might as well have a the Honda Accord sponsorship. <laughs> as many of them as you can drive. But it fits Brock Purdy, man. He is a Toyota Camry. Brock Purdy also has endorsement deals with Alaska Airlines, uh, which uh, offered priority boarding to all passenger wearing his jersey. That's a great promotion by Alaska mm -hmm. Airlines. Also, uh, Buffalo Wild Wings, which had the quarterback, sir. Uh, they, they had something called a pretty great burger. And it's apropos, I think, that he uh, has an Alaska Airline deal. Makes sense. Uh, he's cheap, like Alaskan Airlines. Mostly on time, like Alaskan Airlines. And he can find holes in the defense almost as big as the hole in the Alaskan Airlines plane from a few weeks ago. Boom! That's a pretty funny joke. I would expect some applause. Oh, what? I have to mention Ray Romano to get laughs in this room? Oh, come on. No, you just have to swear. Oh, man. <laughs> Chris, there's a rumor that I swore. Oh, I what? Oh, yeah. In the sports book or in your office? In my office. We, we actually had sound on the soccer. Oh, thank God. We're spared here because Mr. Vaughn was in here. Oh, no, wait a second. But what? I looked up. I saw. I see oysters. I see shucking oysters. I think I said shuck is what I said. I said shucking oysters. Hey, the, the left hand doesn't tell the right hand what's going on. <laughs> All right, uh, one more uh, post that we found. Win in juice. Laid, win in juice. Laid back. So there's a billionaire, Peter Thiel. Do you know about this Olympics on steroids thing? Only because you sent it to me. Okay. So there's this guy, ladies and gentlemen. He's a billionaire. Let's show the, the graphic yeah. first. Yeah. Early investor in PayPal and Facebook. So he's got money. So he's come up with this idea. Uh, they're going to do an enhanced games. It's an Olympic-style competition that allows... Performance-enhancing drugs. Now, this has been a joke on the internet for years yes. and years and years. Let's see how Let high go, humans yeah. really can jump or how fast they really can run. But it looks like it's going to be a possibility. And they, they put together some really interesting and creative marketing. I mean, this this promo that we found. We have a promo. Is, is as professional as it gets. All right, let's run it for the enhanced I'm game. I'm the fastest man in the world. Allegedly. We need, we need asterisks. The same Bolt's world right. record. You can do it in seven, but nine seconds. You've never heard of me. I am a proud, enhanced athlete. I'm a proud, enhanced athlete. Now, I don't know. I don't know if I agree with the verbiage in this promo, I don't know but about uh, that. 
as we build the first sporting event that allows performance enhancements. He talks about pays all uh, bodily autonomy. I'm like, I don't know if the two are related here. The enhanced games. Are Isn't real. that the scuba symbol uh, right there? They just like took a bunch of stuff from other stuff and put it together and then put it in their bodies. Well, I don't know. They're going to set records uh, for sure. Um, the, here's some of the activity. They have swimming. Um, so uh, basically the reason they'll swim so fast is they're going to do so much steroids that they'll grow gills. And uh, they'll have like Aquaman like swim times. They're going to make Michael Phelps look like a kid at the YMCA. Yeah. Gymnastics, they have to do outside. I don't know if you know this. It's because uh, when they hit the vault, they won't bang their heads on the roof because they're going to be so strong and fast. Weightlifting, the event's going to be sponsored by Ford F-150 truck. Lift it over your head. You want a new truck. Fair. Track and field, the new 100-meter record will be measured in eye blinks. And then they have a category called combat. Do we know what this is, combat? Is it uh, just John Jones, every fight he's ever had? I don't know. Yeah, uh, right. I, mean, I don't know what's going on, but it's going to make the UFC look like your kid's karate class. But I don't know when, wh what network is going to air this? Well, what or... network would would air this is my question. I don't know. We have to talk to Chris Andrews to see if there'll be any lines on these. I mean, you want to talk about blood money. The 100 meters under eight seconds. Yeah, over under eight and a half seconds. This is insane. Uh, all right, so... Uh, we're going to bring Chris in now, am I right? Let's bring Chris Andrews in. Yeah, come on, Chris, down. come on in. You're the boss here, Chris. I don't. You can come in anytime. We, we Chris, won't I ask did... any uh, enhanced Olympics questions yet. No, uh, that's that's too far. In the... Oh, gotta let you get your uh, handicap in for those. So, Chris Andrews is here, ladies and the director of the sports book. Look at this man now, because you might not see him for the next <laughs> week, starting Monday, because obviously the Super Bowl's in town. There's going to be heavy action, heavy betting. I see a lot of can I still see a lot of Kansas City Chiefs shirts around the hotel, but no Niners stuff yet. They come no. a little later from California. I saw that they've reserved like every hangar. Oh, really? Town. Yeah, the private planes coming in from the Bay Area. Oh, because they got the money too. They got right? the money. Yeah. And I saw, yeah, that's right. I saw a thing on on Twitter about or X or whatever it's called. The Henderson private. Yeah, they're right. sold out. They're sold out. There's yeah. no space. Uh, I mean, I guess you could land in the middle of the desert and then just, just walk. Just walk. Sure. <laughs> just I, walk. I'm interested to see because I'm coming back. I'm engineering for the UNLV basketball radio broadcast in Albuquerque mm -hmm. on Saturday. Okay. We play that game and then come back and land at that executive terminal Saturday night. Oh. So that's going to be a real who's who of, of private oh, planes. Yeah. I, I have a fun little hobby when we take off and land at these executive terminals of looking up the the plane numbers. Oh, you can it's do all, that. It's right. all public record. You can get it blocked, but most of them are, are public record. And I usually will do one or two. The coolest looking planes, I'll see who it is, where it's coming from. I, I may have to employ a staff of people to help me out with that yeah. uh, for, for this week because it's going to be so crowded. I'm assuming they're just going to land us, slow down to a pretty slow pace, let us all jump out, and then take off and go there where you they're going to go. And, and the one plane you did, it's Jimmy Vaccaro's private plane. Is of out course. There, is that right? Jimmy's <laughs> one of his. <laughs> one of his private planes. So, Chris, uh, right in the middle of the show, hot off the presses, Matt has held this up. He said 19 pages. 19. 19 pages of props. Yeah. This is an exciting. Now, Vinny told us the other day that literally 50% of the handle now can come I think from, it's going to be more. It's going to be more. I think it's going to be more, yeah. Oh, now, I'll tell you why. Because please. the number is not that significant. Not like we're on a three or a seven, where you, know, you right. really have to make sure you get the right number. Here, if you wind up laying two instead of one and a half, eh, it's probably right. not that big a deal. You know, the money lines are going to be pretty tight. So I think, uh, you know, I mean, there'll be plenty of bets on the point spread and the money line, right. but I think you'll get more on these uh, props. And how long have you been involved with props? You've been doing this props, for, yeah, prop bets for the Super Bowl. Oh God, probably since '86. Right. We yeah. oh, we've mentioned and before, right? Yeah. The, the no, my, yeah. Well, I mean, that was my cousin that did. Yeah. And I didn't. I, I, I've, I don't. I think I've told the story on this here. It's one of the biggest scores of my life. I I had the Bears from early in the season. <laughs> And then I got to the Super Bowl. I my everybody said, you got to hedge back. I said I'm not hedging anything. They're gonna <laughs> they're gonna murder this team. And I wound up pressing my bet. So when they had my cousin did the William, Art Manteris, by the way, okay, uh, did the uh, William the refrigerator Perry thing. Like, hey, well we're putting. I said I'm not putting it up. I'm telling you right now, <laughs> Ditka's gonna stick it. You know I know Ditka yeah. is you know from whatever from Pittsburgh. Yeah. Right? Hey, Jerry. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, you know, he's going to say, I'm going to stick it to those Vegas guys. Right. I mean, that's his personality. I said, I'm not putting it up. But the next year, I started putting up different things. And, you know, we've you know, kind of gone from there where it's, it's I, I mean, I think back, it's just massive from where we started with some couple of, couple of little props, you know, and now. We, I think we have 300 some right 300. now. 300. That's mine. Ask. I mean, some guys have more, but we've, we're yeah. kind of sticking our. I was going to ask the, the total number because obviously it started with that one prop and now it's 19 pages plus. Yeah. And you said, you told me that there, there's more coming, right? 
How, how close uh, is this next, packet right now to the final packet? No, this, put out? this is it till next Friday okay. or maybe Saturday. You know, because all these NBA guys, you know, I, I used to do a lot of props with NBA guys, but now you never know if they're playing the, even on the day of the game. Jeez. You know, so we'll do some things like that with cross-sport parlays, but we can't really do them till next Friday or Saturday. Yeah, and that's kind of where I was going with that is because I, I love the cross-sport yeah. parlays. It's really hard to handicap them as quickly as you yeah. need to. Uh, you know, you have about two days of notice, but... When did those start coming into the fold? Because I think those are the ones that kind of catch the public eye a lot. Yeah, and I'll give credit to uh, one of my compadres here, Jay Cornegay. Oh, yeah. You know, just a terrific – and I think Jay might be on our show. Now. Yeah, either him or John Murray coming on Monday. Yeah, Jay, oh, nice. that's how Jay kind of made his bones in this business was doing those kind of unique props. And, you know, he kind of set the stage and a lot of us followed. I got a quick story. I, I, this was, Todd, you know, take your time because uh, we love not, your stories. What? What year did the Raiders, was it 2000 that they were in the Super Bowl? With Tampa Bay? 2001, because it was 2001. right after the okay. first one. Yeah. So I'm thinking, you know, I, so I tried to do some of these props. I said, I got this prop. Total, uh, Manchester United total goals <laughs> versus um, interceptions in that Super Bowl. Oh, my God. So they bet me that they bet me on the interceptions. And Manchester United scored five goals in. I have to be the smartest book. <laughs> then they throw six interceptions no in the Super Bowl. Was, was that Rich Gannon? Uh, Rich yeah, Gannon. Tampa Bay. And Gannon Johnson. had five, and Johnson capped it off with one. And oh my god! Like that, you know, and oh. you know, man, you kicked off at six o'clock in the morning. Whatever. Oh my I mean, god! I am so smart. It's <laughs> scary. And by the way, the defensive back coach for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in that game. Mike Tomlin, head yeah. coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers, Jerry. There you go. We're I'm going to wear that today. grease pen out today, brother. <laughs> I'm wearing it out. Uh, so what are, now, obviously, uh, there's popular props, right? There's yeah. ones that people like more. Which ones are the most popular ones here? The most popular ones are the alternate point spreads. Okay. Those are the most popular ones. But, I mean, these guys are, uh, you know, I got this one. <laughs> I don't want to say too much. But he, he, <laughs> he, he's been a customer of ours for years. Okay. And he... He wired in hundreds of thousands into the cage. Okay. And he's gone through at least six figures of it. Well, in the, you know, I have, so far. I have, I know. Oh, I ruined it. He outed himself. Damn it. Anyway, yeah. sorry. Chris. Anyway, <laughs> uh, he, he was, he's been firing at me and he's, he's like, we beat him out a little bit last year. He's, he's beaten us a little bit over the years. Though. Okay. He definitely has. Uh, so I, I pay attention, close attention when he bets because he, this is like one of his things, you know, he, uh, you know, he studies hard work. I'm doing it like a couple days a year. Right. You know, he, he's spending 364 well, days you have all and, year that you have to study. Yeah. yeah right. Uh, but the thing about the, the, the exact score bet, uh, Jeff Parle said last year, he had Kansas city 38 points. He had he? it. Yeah. He predicted three. That's what he said yesterday on the show. I was like, Jeff, what do you got this year? He's like, ah, I'll get back to you. Cause you know, Jeff's got to get to his lab and let us figure it out. But, we made some lists of our favorite props. Is that right? Yep. So we have a graphic, Matt. Is our that fa right? Five. Who who do you want to go first? Uh, you go first. I'll go first. Sure. Uh, producer first. So yeah, we did our uh, our fave five. You remember the the T Mobile fave five back <laughs> yeah. in the day? Unlimited texting, unlimited calling to your bigger wait, favorite. Wait, hold on one sec, Chris. Oh, do you God, remember when yeah, you had to geez. wait till nine p.m. to make phone calls? Yeah. Yes, yeah. I do, and I would get on my wife. Unli now you have to wait so we don't have to pay those rates. We had unlimited. You had minutes that was like forty cents a, per minute a day in my car phone in my '89 Nissan Sentra. Yeah. But after nine, all bets were all off. Bets, Wild right. West, baby. But if yeah. you met like a girl you really liked, you're like, I might call her at seven. Yeah, I think I'm gonna pay. Yeah, She's yeah. worth the forty cents a minute. <laughs> But anyway, so your Fave 5. So we did our Fave 5, and you'll like the uh, the little logo that I threw on there, because it is the Fave 5 logo from the commercials. Okay. So these are my Fave 5, and these are subject to change, obviously. Some of these odds may or may not move, including my my second one, where the odds have moved uh, actually in my favor. My first one, Patrick Mahomes to not throw an interception at okay. plus money in this one. Mm -hmm. um, it's not Josh Allen, so that's probably a good bet. He hasn't thrown a pick in four games. Is that right? And he had, it was the final game of the regular season, and every playoff game he has not thrown a pick yet. He had a stretch prior to that, though, where he threw a pick, at least one pick in four straight. So he's yeah. really, really turned it around. Uh, it's kind of a theme throughout my picks. I think that it'll be a pretty run-heavy conservative game script. It should be a run-heavy game, yeah. Um, so I, I think that they make easy check-down throws for Mahomes. He also doesn't really have a great receiver that he trusts downfield on the boundaries. 
So I, I think a lot of his longer completions are going to be over the middle of the field where he excels. Travis Kelsey, Finding Travis Kelsey and others. So, yeah. yeah I got bad, bad news on that. Uh, Kadarius Tony is uh, healthy and uh, able. Oh, no. <laughs> I may have to. Yeah, yeah. This guy's going to wait. We have to stop. This guy, what is going on with this guy? So, Mahomes does not like him. No, you can see he does I, not like the guy. So where is he, though? He didn't. There's, there was a, a no, funny he, meme of him grabbing onto a jet engine on a plane like, He's coming. He's coming regardless. I think he's coming this time. I don't know if he's going to be active, but uh, he's he's just his, his he, presence he might, alone. Yeah. yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. All right. So Mahomes, no interception. The, right. This one has actually moved since we did this before the show uh, in my favor. I've got first quarter under 10, and, 10 points, now 10 and a half points. Uh, a little bit different juice there, but... You know, historically, Super Bowl's very, very slow to get they started. Come on tight a little bit, um, right? I, and again, I think run-heavy game script. I think we're going to see some conservative play calling at least at the beginning. Uh, the average of points in the first quarter over the last twenty Super Bowls has been eight. Oh wow! So I, I think that this one goes under. If you can get it at anything minus one fifty or under, I think that it's. And didn't you also say you believe? Uh, oh, it's coming out at least one quarter to be scoreless. That's yeah, what's and next. that's my next one. I think that one quarter to be scoreless. Not that I necessarily. 1,000 percent think that that's going right. to happen, but at 4-1, to one, right. I mean, I, I like a, a shot on that uh, at 4-1. At to one. Not my highest odds, though. Okay. Uh, the total, yeah, we're getting to that. Total combined field goals over 3.5, I think, with the run-heavy game script, yeah. and especially early on, nobody wants to take any crazy chances. Um, I like that one, and uh, you can get that one at some plus money. Plus 140, right, you got, I like uh, the juice. Niners kicker's Ray Wershing. Is it Ray Wershing still? <laughs> is he still there? Robbie Gold? Robbie, <laughs> I think they wish they had Robbie they Gold. They wish they had Robbie Gold. because yeah. this guy Moody. That's right, Moody. Yeah. They, they drafted they um, drafted yeah, him. I think that's a big flaw Stop in their dra- team. I remember, when the Ari- I remember when the Arizona Cardinals drafted a kid out of UCLA, I think. John Lee was a oh, kicker right. yeah. in the first round. Yeah. I think it was the first round or early second. They drafted a kicker, and the guy did not last in the league whatsoever. There's Every- no Sebastian Janikowski. Uh, Janikowski's the one exception, right? Al Davis is like, I need this guy. And then he played for a million it years. Works out. And then uh, my last one here, Debo Samuel, MVP. Again, just a shot at the odds at 30-1. to 1. I think a guy that has the possibility to touch the ball and impact the game in so many different kinds of ways. You know, if you're taking a long shot, I think Debo at 30 to one to win MVP uh, might not be that bad, but we'll, we'll go to Frank's next. That 30 to one is nothing compared to your Super Bowl <laughs> well, MVP. You know, yeah. By the way, Frank Murray just, uh, just chimed in. Jay Cornegay moved the line. I think I told you the story. My yeah. buddy from Pittsburgh was at the Imperial Palace. This is when they mm-hmm. still had That's chalk. where Jay got right. started. That's yeah. where we met him. And they were I think they were still writing the lines in chalk there. Maybe when Probably, we were, yeah. This is like in the early 90s, one of our first trips to Vegas. Mergy came up, bet on the Pirates to beat the Cardinals. Put like 2000 put a lot of money on it. And they came out, wiped the board, and changed it. So he moved the line. So that's a claim to fame. Frank Mergy moved the line. And Jay Cornegay came out at the end of the day because Frank was betting all day. And gave him a leather Imperial Palace bag. Oh wow! And he, I, really? I don't know if he still has it. Let me know if he that still has it. That might be worth something. It was might be worth something. So Jay Cornegay's the name I've always thought of, and Matt brought him up the other day. I'm like, ah, he gave my buddy a bag because he moved the line. Great guy. Yeah, I, that's guy. what I hear. That's what Matt said, and he's going to be on your show next week. Yeah, either him or John Murray, who's his number two. That's and, the Westgate guy. Yeah, right? I've yeah. Known I met John. I, I don't know him well, but I met him. Yeah, I, I, I used to work there, so I've, I've known Jay since I was a kid, and John was my superior, if you want to call it that. We have a great relationship now. Uh, yeah, I love those guys over at West Like I'm your superior now. That's of cool. Course. All right, so anyway, uh, let's get to... Uh, let's check out Frank's. All right, now you know I'm a little... Now, this is the shocker. I'm going to go under on Patrick Mahomes' pass attempt. And Jeff, Jeff couldn't believe that yesterday. I know. Jeff almost fell off his chair. Um, 36 and a half pass attempts. I think, again, we've been talking and we're hearing run, 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 a lot of runs. Mahomes, 36 seems like a lot of passes. I feel like uh, uh, that's too high, so I'm going under. It's even money. I like it. Now, Patrick Mahomes, stand on... Now, this is the bet... I used to bet all the time, and I'm very glad there's a prop here at the South Point. Longest completions of the game. Now, they're going to be a little, maybe a little tighter in this game, but I like over 36 and a half. It's for both quarterbacks, and I'm taking the over. And why? Because I'm a stupid football fan that likes to see the aerial. I like to see long passes, right? This doesn't sound like a long completion. Now, you, you look at a lot of the Niners, little little uh, little check down to McCaffrey coming out of the backfield. Um, I, I, all, I think it's going to happen with the Niners easier than Mahomes because Mahomes burned me when I used to bet this, but the best at the longest completion on a Monday night was Aaron Rodgers. I think it hit every time and they'd have it up to like 41, 42. And within the first quarter, you were guaranteed to win. So me and my buddy, Christian B town dummy who might be watching. I like, so I'm just hoping for long completions. It's a very exciting bet. And it's uh minus one ten. Then Brendan, I, I to score the, the 49ers last touchdown. Plus 450, why not? I'd taken a flyer kind of like you did on your 400. 
Yeah, well, he, he's been a great goal line threat as of late. Yeah. They've been looking for him in the back of the mm-hmm. end zone, kind of coming across on routes, and he's really good at kind of freestyling. Once the, the coverage breaks down and Mahomes does his pointing, it's usually, or uh, Purdy rather, does the pointing when he rolls yeah. out. He's Purdy also surprisingly mobile. So I think mm-hmm. Ayuk, not, not yeah, a bad look at I think he's underrated at, at that position. Especially right. at those Correct. odds, yeah. And then Sam Darnold, uh, MVP. Again, this is a stupid one that we talked about the other day. Brock Purdy, I am not rooting for Brock Purdy to get injured. I'm just, I'm, I'm just in case. I have an emergency plan. And if the Niners win, which they are favored to win, Sam Darnold's not a bad. This is a guy I wanted the Steelers to maybe take a look at when they I, needed a quarterback. I, I like Darnold, except he does not protect the ball, whether it's interceptions or fumbles. And uh, that's how you lose football games. You know, but he has the talent. There's no doubt. Yeah, I mean, could he, he play one great game? Absolutely. Yeah, so 10 bucks maybe? Whatever. 10 wins to 2,000. Wants to be two grand. You know there what you I mean? Go. I'm buying Starbucks for everybody. Oh, wait, I did that. <laughs> Where's mine? I, I, I won't get you. I'm going to get you Everybody. after the show. I was waiting for you by the door. All right. Anyway, and Chris, you were nice enough to give you or to give us your favorite. Five. Yes, we have some some Chris yeah, Chris I, Andrews. Favorite I just five. was, you know, you got to remember, I'm the one making these yes, numbers. Exactly. So you know, I mean, I don't like anything that much. You know? I know exactly. Uh, I like, I do like this one though. Uh, I like the total points in the game to be more than Ooh. the longest field goal. Oh, well, like here's it. why. Because yeah. I mean, the longest field, what's it going to be? Yeah, you know, probably 47. Right. I, I mean, maybe 40s, right? 55. Or what can the total of the game be? Oh, last year was like 70. Yeah. Right. You know, so, I mean, you have infinity on one side <laughs> and not so much on the other side. Yeah. Oh, I love that bet. That's yeah. a great okay. one. That's a, that's again, these are exciting bets. I mean, if you're going to be at a party, the Super Bowl party, you don't bet a lot of football. That's one that, that that's a fun bet to make right there. I love yeah. that. And I, I like the third quarter over 10. I know the Niners have really been a good second half team. You know, and I think, you know, if they are down, uh, I think they come out and, you know, firing, you know, which they might be down. You know, you never know. But I, I kind of like that third quarter over the 10. Well, they get that long, ha- longer halftime, right? At the Super Bowl. It's going to be a little longer. Time. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. the Usher is going to be performing and they get to make adjustments. And Shanahan's always been good at that. Yeah. Um, They're a very good we, second half team. Yeah. Doubt, you know. So that that's a great bet too. Over that third quarter is only ten points. Yeah. Wow, I like that a lot too. These are great. And Kyle, uh, I never oh, said uh, the, Kyle, score, the juice man. Yeah. The juice, juice. Kyle, yeah, uh, I like him to score the last touchdown. And I got, uh, Jason Weingarten, who was on our, who was on Jeff show. Like, yes, yeah, yeah, Jeff Jeff show. Jason Sharp. J- yeah, I mean, I I recommended Jason for a job for something. You know, he's he's double sharp. He's sharp. He really is. <laughs> he kind of mentioned that, and I, you know, and I, I like that bet too. I had been looking at that earlier, so I kind of like that at thirty to one. You can probably find higher. That's on my board as a thirty. And, and you know why that's a great bet too? Because say the Niners are up big and they want to reward him. They're yeah. close to the goal line. They're like, this is the guy. He's an. I think he's eight straight Pro Bowls. Eight straight Pro Bowls as a fullback, which is now you're talking Hall of Fame. Well, that's because he's one of eight fullbacks left in the There's league. There's only not a lot of fullbacks uh, yeah. in the league. Uh, Tim Lester's the last guy I think for the Steelers, but but also um, his wife now too. His wife just got the big NFL right. deal, so that might help a little uh, cross promotion. You for know, her. thirty to one. I <laughs> 30 mean, thirty to one's don't, great. Don't bet your whole bankroll right, on exactly. it, but throw a couple <laughs> bucks on that if you think. I like Brock Purdy. I'm thinking yep. exactly two touchdowns. Now, by the way, that's not over under. It has to be exactly two. So plus two ten. I don't know where we're at now, you know, but I think that's a pretty decent chance that'll be. And uh, you know, if you like the Chiefs and you think that they can win this game, you know, you could lay three and a half, take plus one ninety. That is you know, a really good bet. You know, I I, I mean, I, I do the uh, the reverse teasers, right. you know, and a lot of time that minus three and a half that that hits a lot on the reverse teasers, you know. What I mean, so. Again, these are just. Like I said, I'm the one making the yeah, numbers. I it's not like I, you know, I'm not going to go crazy over it. But but I think that those are you know you might have a little fun with those. Um. So what what should people look for when they come down here to the sports book? You got everything over there. We look got for the, this packet because we pack. can't put them all on the board. Yeah. yeah. But if you had, check with the writers because the numbers have been moving like crazy. Okay. I mean like crazy. You know. So just you know you want to know. Hey, what what do you have number three oh one nine? You know. Right. And, and is it good to get in early on the props, right? I don't know. You never know, right? <laughs> you know, I mean, <laughs> some we talking, yes, some no. We were yeah. talking with, with Jeff about your, uh, your, you like the under on Mahomes passing attempts. I do, which is rare for me. Yes. He was saying wait until it gets closer to the game because that's a number that's likely going to be at, be bet up. So I think a lot of it just depends on the, the, nature, the, the nature of the prop you're taking. Yeah, let, yeah. Me, let me just tell you the, the pattern, and I can see it already this year. The wise guys come in, they bet no and under. And no one, whether it's a safety or a touchdown. Oh, Here's wow. the thing. If you're going to bet touchdowns, be careful. They like to bet no on individual players' touchdowns. 
if somebody gets two touchdowns, then they're going to cash a whole bunch because they know somebody's going to score a touchdown. No right. problem. Yeah, it's super. Yeah. You know, unless uh, it's yeah, the Rams. Yeah, unless it's the Rams that score exactly. <laughs> That's another story. I got. You know, uh, probably somebody's going to score some touchdown, a touchdown. But, you know, if they bet no across the board, most guys aren't going to catch a touchdown. But like I said, if somebody, if somebody winds up with two touchdowns, then that really opens up a lot of their nose to hit. Ah, you know? interesting. And then, you know, so that's a strategy. But, you know, later in the week, everybody comes in, oh, yeah, Kittle's going to score a touchdown. You know, oh, yeah, Kelsey's going to score a touchdown. Oh, yeah, Mahomes going to run one in. Oh, yeah, Purdy's going to run one in. You know? So how so busy on the last day, on Super Bowl Sunday? Obviously, the game kicks off 3.30 our time. Yeah. What's it like here? You know, Saturday's actually a little busier. Oh, really? Yeah, because, I mean, Sunday, you know, guys are – I mean, they'll come out early Sunday, but then they're going to their parties or whatever. But of course, we have we're going to have over four thousand people at this, the various parties this here. Is a so this place out. is going to be pretty. This is exactly where I was yeah, going. This place is going to be pretty busy too. Right. But Saturday usually is actually a little, a little busier with bigger money. But okay, Sunday's more like you know ten twenty dollar better. Now I'm. I, this was exactly where I was going with this. Now I am very excited. I've I was in Vegas for one Super Bowl, nineteen ninety six. Steelers Dallas. I was here for that game. Uh, ended badly, obviously. Yeah. Thanks, Neil O'Donnell. Thanks, Neil O'Donnell. Although he said the guy was supposed to. I forget the receiver. I think it probably. Wayne I think it's probably right. right. And Neil because you can't throw a pass that bad. <laughs> was it Larry Brown? I think the guy. Larry did? Brown caught two interceptions. Right to, it was right to him, and we were driving, and we had the momentum. Oh my god! Yeah, I know. Van Morris. I love that team. Uh, so I've never been. So I'm going to be here. So we uh, talked to Ann, our director. I'm going to be kind of the guy on the move here. At the South Point on Super Bowl Sunday, I'm going to hit all these different parties and go ahead if we can put the graphic up. So the big game parties here presented by Pepsi, the Grand Ballroom, the exhibit hall, the showroom. So the Grand Ballroom holds how many people? About 2,500. 2,500 people. Yeah. How many TVs? There's TVs everywhere. A bunch. A I bunch don't know. of TVs. Yeah, a bunch. bunch of TVs and also the exhibit hall, the showroom. Uh, it's free admission. You got to be 21, obviously, to yeah. come on out. Uh, all sorts of food specials. Doors open at 1030. It's I can't and there's betting windows not just here right yeah we'll have betting windows live personnel and kiosks upstairs you know and and you know around all the uh, around all the places where we have uh, seating to watch the game right. but it's I was checking with uh, catering to make sure I said, do I have this right it's about four thousand seat including everything including um, uh, well the sports book here including uh, Grand View over there okay. including the showroom you know. We we can accommodate about four thousand people. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And Matt, what and are you that doing? That does not include oh. the private party too. There is a private party. There's right? a private party. Now, how too. can I get into that one? You can't. Okay. <laughs> I can't use your name at the door. You cannot. There's like a special password. Yeah, Chris. I'm Chris. using it myself. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. Are you going to the private party? I'm I'm going to go and get something to eat at the private okay, party. Uh, and what do you wear on Super Bowl Sunday? Now I know because today you got a, you got a Nevada shirt on. They're playing tonight. They're playing tonight. Is it a home in Reno or are they playing? It's in Reno. Yeah. Okay. So what are you going to wear on Super Bowl Sunday? Uh, uh, either my Franco shirt or my Mean Joe Green shirt. Oh, those are two good ones right there. Just to remind people, you That's know, right. we have six. <laughs> You guys are pretty good too, yeah. But we have six of these Do, trophies at home. Are you upset if the Niners win their sixth and tie no, us, or you, you don't no, really? No, I mean it's no. Yeah, no. it's not a team that we hate. Like it's I not up, a team, that, you know. And I always say I, I do not hate the Niners nearly as much as I should, right? Because all those years they tortured me <laughs> up, up in Reno. Reno. <laughs> yeah, but they did have Joe Montana, and I've told that story too. Yeah, you know, yeah. How can you not love? Joe? And then they replaced him with Steve Young, another who, guy who yeah. I still think. And I, I've said this many times, the most underrated yeah. quarterback of all time. Unbelievable. Steve Young is fantastic. And ran the ball more. Like, he was oh, ahead of his time the way yeah. he – And he, yeah. there's, there's that one famous run of his. Yeah. Uh, it's got to be like 40 or 50 yards. Yeah, yeah against Steve, Minnesota. Is that who yeah, it was? Yeah. <laughs> I remember when he was drafted by the LA Express, I think. Yeah, he was. Oh, a USFL team, yeah, out well, of BYU, right? Yeah, one year – so we had a, some big fantasy football contests, and I, I had Steve Young one year. Okay. We, and our backup quarterback was Brett Favre, who, oh, wow. had, who was like – and I remember like halfway through the year, some guy, you know, we get to get, who, who are the idiots that have Brett Favre and never play him? The same guy that has Steve Young <laughs> and is winning the contest. Now, Matt, Super Bowl Sunday, what are you up to? Uh, update as of this morning. I don't know if it was even shared with you. I will be right here. Uh, you, Matt, I heard you mention it. So you're going to be, you're going to be anchoring. I'll be in studio me. producing, hosting, wrangling you in a little bit of everything. <laughs> Wrangling me and doing the probably Lord's the work. hardest job. Um, so listen, that's not this weekend, unfortunately. We got a week to do. What do we do on Sunday? What do you do this Sunday? 
Okay. I'm going to church on Sunday. You're going? Well, there you go. I now. haven't gone in months, and uh, I'm gonna no- I'm gonna pray that I'm insane uh, that I'm sane <laughs> by next Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, anyway, it's gonna be a huge week next week here for our show, Punchlines, and also Sports by the Book. You're here on Monday and Tuesday doing Sports by the Book. And I'll be on as a guest Wednesday as well. Okay. So you're going to be around all week, and then you'll leave town for a couple days, but you'll be back for Super Bowl Sunday. It's going to be huge. Like we just showed you, the big game parties here are going to be amazing. So make sure you come out to the South Point. Make sure you come and get your 19 pages of props. I am This one's mine. I'm taking this home. I love everyone's prop bets that we talked about. I'm going to bet them all. I'm going to be stupid. You know me. I'm going to bet them all. I love the prop. I love the prop because I don't care about the two teams. So I'd rather retreat yeah, I, some individuals. I, I have no great opinion on the game at all. I really thought it should be closer to pick them. Um, so I, I'll root for whoever we need come there next go. Sunday. I <laughs> there have you no go. idea. Uh, thank you again. Like I said, myself, Jeff Parles, Alex White. We're going to be out and about all week with our press credentials, hitting Radio Row, hitting some, some functions, and we're going to be making some videos that we're going to show on our show. So it should be very exciting. Come back Monday for Punchlines. Alex White will be here as a co-host and the return of Butch Bradley, who told a hysterical story about Rodney Dangerfield. Uh, I don't know, man. It's, it's hard to top the Ray Romano story today. So that was excellent. So thank you to Noah. Thank you to Scott. Phil Collins. Chris Andrews and I are going to see the Phil Collins show. Still Collins here in the showroom at South Point. You can go Friday, Saturday, or Sunday at 730. No football on Sunday. Come see Still Collins. Thank you, everybody. Sean and Caden. Jerry, I did not swear on the show. I swear to God. Oh, damn it. All right. We'll see you on Monday, ladies and gentlemen. Punchlines, lines, live in Nevada every show.